Now, we're standing adjacent to, I don't know how many, how many acres is uh, it? About four acres here. Of, of sweet peas. Yeah. Now, this is a mix, and I just look across it, and I mean, to me, it is just, well, beautiful. I mean, there's no other word for it, the mix of colour. How many varieties are in here? Uh, when we blended it, we blended it from about 40 different separate colours. They don't all show up because you've got several different creams and one or two different pinks in there and lavenders, but about 40 different varieties. Now, 40 different varieties, to, to most people, is a huge amount of sweet peas. I mean, it's not forgetting that you do separate varieties as well, because they're mm. not all in this mix, are they? Not all of them, no. We've got about 130 varieties <laughs> in total. <laughs> That's a lot <laughs> of sweet peas, isn't it? So, you've got 40 varieties of sweet peas. I'm going to talk about this first, because I know we've got some separate varieties behind us. But when were these actually popped into the ground, the actual peas? These were sown on the 3rd of October. Um, they're very hardy. We never lose a crop through the winter because of the weather conditions. They'll stick snow, frost, whatever, wet. doesn't matter what the weather throws at them during the winter. We find a critical point for getting a good crop is the weather in June, whether we get a good flowering season. If it turns wet and cold in June, we get bud drop, consequently no flowers, no seed. Um, so it's June as a critical point. So I'm looking at it. It's a beautiful display of flower. But you're looking at it and saying, well, it better be a beautiful <laughs> crop, crop of seed. seed. <laughs> what yeah. sort of quantity of seed can you expect from here? I mean, do you have well, any ideas? Or, or you said June is particularly important. It varies greatly from season to season. The worst we've ever done off a crop like this was five kilos. Not good. It wasn't worth putting the combine in. Um, the best we've done... We can get up to eight, nine hundred kilos. We like to get three to four hundred. If we get three to four hundred kilos, that's a nice crop. So, how do we go from here? Because it's all in beautiful flower. You said June's important. When does the when do the flowers start to fade on a crop like this? As we don't pick these, they tend to pod up fairly quickly. Um, because if you know if you pick them, they keep flowering. But that's as what we, we tell everybody, everybody else keep picking them, but we don't pick them because obviously we want the seed. Um, once these pod up in July, we'll leave them until there's a high percentage of the crop is ripe. Once they're ripe enough, it's a quite a critical thing to time the when you're going to combine them. Because if you leave them too long, you'll get a lot of pods burst open and you'll lose the seed. If you cut them too early, then they will um, not be ripe and the seed won't be viable. Um, but when we estimate the crop is about right to combine, then we've got a small combine which will come in and cut them and combine them. I was going to say, I'm glad you said a small combine because people would imagine one of these huge <laughs> ones that, that they use on farms today uh, and you don't need that here, do uh, you? This is a specifically plot, what they call a cop plot combine. Now what we didn't say is what is this mix called when you put it into a packet? This is what you would find in our catalogues as Spencer Waved Mixed. Um, very lovely mixture. Um, probably one of the best mixtures of Spencers in the world um, at the moment. And of course, you've been growing, you know, Spencers for how many years? Well, since they first started. That's it, it's where <laughs> yeah, it all started. When they all it? started, since the Spencers first came on in the early part of the 20th century. It's mind-blowing, yes, isn't it, really, yeah. to think that this is still such a popular flower to yeah. grow in people's gardens. Yes, it's um, very, very popular still. You know, beautiful cut flower. Um, 
you know, when Henry Ackford, who was a sweet pea breeder in the 1800s, first developed the newer types of sweet peas as a cut flower. That was his idea to bring forward the cut flower. Absolutely amazing. Now, in just a moment, we'll turn round and we'll go and have a look at some of these other crops. But just lastly, they're just on a very dry clay Essex soil. Yeah. Do they get any water? No, we, hang, we can't irrigate, rains. only when it rains. We can't irrigate. But what we find by sowing these in October, um, the plants are very slow to grow to start with, but they are developing a good root system. And they're getting their roots down into the soil. And then as soon as the weather improves and the day gets, days get longer in the spring, then we get all this lovely growth and they're away. So it's an interesting thought that you just drop your peas into the ground in yeah. In October, October yeah. up they come, leave and you've them. got really fantastic yeah. plants. We just leave them to it. You're listening to World Radio Gardening. Peter Miller at King's and I have now come to an area of sweet peas where they're all in separate colours. Are they all a specific type or is this a mix area? These are all Spencer waved varieties. Here. We've got about 40 on here this season. Um, we'll grow another 30 or 40 next year, all for seed and stock seed. Some of this seed will be saved and sent out to our growers abroad, mainly Malta and California. Um, as these varieties are all separate colours, it is fortunate that they don't cross-pollinate. So I was going to say, because normally everything would mix up, mixed wouldn't up, it? Yeah, but as these don't cross-pollinate, we can grow lots of varieties together. Now, how many, how many have we got here? For, did you say yeah, about, about 40? 40 different varieties. And there's a yes. range of colours. We've got a deep purple over there. We've got light blues, reds, pinks, creams, whites. In fact, there's just about every colour you can there's, think of. Always a lovely pale blue over there. Yeah. Yeah, we've just about got the full range of colours on here this year. It's worked quite nicely. Now, we're standing next to one that is very intriguing. Um, I don't know how to describe it, really. It's a sort of pinky, dusty, orangey... Yeah, this, this, was a, this is a new variety, which is a cross between a, an orange and a cream. Uh, that was bred by a sweet pea enthusiast, and we've taken on the rights for it. Um, it's not on the market yet. We hope to have enough seed in another year or two to be able to get it on the market. And the breeder described it as a, a burnt orange, but not orangey we, enough for not me. Not orangey enough. No. <laughs> no, we tend to think it's more of a a dusky salmon. I think um, I think you're right. But we've had quite a lot of visitors look at it and they all come up with a different description for it. And it's nice because when the head starts to emerge, it's actually quite a creamy colour, isn't it? Yes. And then yeah. it emerges into this really interesting mix of colour. It's very dark. It darkens as the flowers age. Very fascinating. Yes. So this actually isn't on the market. You said two years. So it goes out to one of your growers mm -hmm. and they basically work it up yeah. so to speak with getting more and more seed that that would be the normal case but as this is so unusual we're going to keep this here and grow it on ourselves again ah, right <laughs> so how many years from a new variety is it normally take two years or could it be a oh, lot longer from the original crossing the actual breeding when the breeding work starts it can be eight to ten years before we get it on the market so really a packet of sweet peas is quite cheap considering it's taken that a long a lot of work goes into it it yeah, is now just just going on from these. These again look impressive. You've got 
They've got nice long stalks, which people like because they can cut as a cut flower. No water, nothing. No. They're just been, again... These were sown in straight into the field in on the 2nd of October. And they've stood out here all winter. And we've got a lovely looking crop at the moment. You have indeed. Any favourites? If you look across, I know you like this new one because it's fascinating. But have you got any of your favourites? I, I, I like some of the what they call the Picatee type things. Um, there's one called Molly Rulston. It's not one we've got here this year, um, but it's a very pretty flower and looks even better once cut and taken indoors. Then you can really appreciate the colour. So you, you, you're saying the Picatee, but I mean, I always like these stronger, to me, stronger colours not, is what I like. Yeah. So it is a very mixed choice it, of people. It is something which is very individual. Perfume's important as well, isn't it? Most of the varieties, uh, there's, there's a bit of a belief nowadays that modern varieties don't carry perfume. Most do, and some of them are as strong as the old varieties. Depends on the colour a bit. We tend to find the pale blues and pinks carry good perfume, um, but it's very much variety dependent, really. Now, I always remember my father was just, he, he worked in London, he loved his garden, but one of the things he could never grow, I don't know why, perhaps it was because my mum liked them, he could never grow sweet peas, you see. Now, when I look at them here, I think, well, why isn't everybody growing sweet yeah. peas? Because you're not doing anything special. You've just said, so in October, leave them in the ground and really let them get on with it. Yes, yeah. But the only, the only problem we might get in us on a small scale is sowing them in the, over winter as mice get at them. Other than that, they're hardy enough to stick any weather. You know, they're plenty hardy enough. You know, growing on a field scale like this, we don't get the problem with mice. Rabbits don't eat them. Um, hares don't eat them. The pigeons leave them alone. We just let them get on. And basically, the only other thing is, if you were growing at home, is you've got to keep cutting. Got to keep cutting. Yeah, to keep them going right through the season, keep cutting them.